0: Welcome to episode 272. You're right this time, Brant. Try again next week of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. This Thou- south the southeast premiere video game podcast. Thought you had me on that one too. It's not going to be a tongue twister episode, is it? Let's hope not. Tripping and stumbling, and yeah, we got to get through this thing so we can go exhibit some embarrassing war zone tonight. Gearbox for sale? Question mark. Randy Pitchford's going to make uh, their value increase magically. Oh, there's a good joke in there somewhere. Uh, another TMNT game announced. Gargoyles remastered release date. No DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. And more games have been added to Nintendo Switch Online. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster. Brian McKee.
1: Yep, I'm one of the other ones.
0: You're one of the other ones? Yes. Okay. One of three. The Triforce that is probably copyright infringement. The Triforce that is no podcast. <laughs> uh, I would be the piece of which piece of I? We have to identify ourselves
1: as the pieces oh of the Triforce. Here we go. Cesar is wisdom because even though we haven't introduced him, he's our lore master.
0: He is here. I master. see him back there. Yes. Cesar so Concepcion the second. Um, he's me, here. Let
2: me fade in the darkness. Let me be.
1: <laughs> he
0: you is the be, pistol. He's the wisdom. So you and I are power and courage.
1: Power and courage. We got to figure out which one. Rock so paper scissors. I don't who's know who on that one. Rock paper scissors. I don't know. What do we get? I don't know.
0: Twitch, you decide. Let us know in the chat <laughs> <laughs> which piece of the triangle. Um,
1: the delicious grilled cheese triangle. Yes.
0: Yeah, so if we all, if the no podcast crew reaches for the triforce, it splits into three pieces. We've already deemed Sessar gets Wisdom. Uh, Buish says Brant gets Power, so I get Courage, apparently. I guess that fits. Okay. Brant's Brandt's total Power move. That works. I don't hate this. I was going to be happy with either of the three pieces, right?
1: Yeah.
0: We have to get Buish to a play a Zelda game. Well, he's played Link's Awakening, but that's not a Triforce-centric Zelda game. It's one of oh. my favorites.
1: What? He's, he's thinking, never Prince played. He's, he's never played. His only Zelda game
0: a... is Link's Awakening, the remake for Switch.
1: Ooh, I mean, not a bad, not a bad choice.
0: No, but not like Hyrule and the Princess and Ganon and all that nonsense. The usual Zelda nonsense. The tri-cours. he's
1: got NSO.
0: Yes, uh, he might be part of the same club that we. Uh, are part of and uh it flexes the same benefits that we have.
1: <laughs> and then the obvious choice is Ocarina. That's I think Not most over-linked people's over to the past? I mean that's most people's default. Um is oh yeah, jump jump straight to, to that. I would say yeah, probably link to the past. We said come at him.
0: Come at me, Brant.
1: Yeah. You link gave me the piece past. of
0: power. I don't know if I would do that, yeah, Brant. All right, Sassar, what's your recommended? I'm going with, I think I'll die on the link to the Past Hill. It's a safe safe answer.
2: My mind doesn't matter because it's always going to be Wind Waker.
0: That's an excellent choice, though. I don't think that's a bad option. I know you like Majora's Mask as well. I do,
1: yeah. It's a good-ass game. Yeah. Probably one of my favorites. It's up there.
0: None of us said Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, but I think that gets into the no, whole... This isn't don't. like any of the rest of them. You have to...
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: No, Richard. We have to ease them into it. Not fucking... All right, Force <laughs> yeah. Murder. Game. Murder yeah. Zelda. <laughs> Destroy every other Zelda games. like, oh, no, fuck. I'm crying out of time. It's nothing like Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah. Why would <laughs> I... Have, who would play this? <laughs> who would play these old games? Yeah.
2: What, what do, do I care about
0: getting these... Uh, Going to these temples for and unlocking these sages and getting a new weapon. What do you mean I have to use the weapon in the dungeon I got it in to defeat the boss? Greatness. These are all good games. You can't go wrong with any of them, so... Brant with his piece of power. Flexing his piece of power. Don't make me do it. It really set off of Time. There we go. It's going up. It's going up, Brant. Three seconds. You just, you just did seconds. it. Three seconds. Oh, that's what it is. It taps out at three seconds.
1: Yeah, three seconds. You gotta, yeah, you gotta keep it at the three second mark. Okay. It's so we'll fair save. use, baby. Fair Probably use. Yeah.
2: Hey, what, what was the other? What was the other YouTube rule where you can't you can't curse for like the first minute or something like that?
1: Yeah.
0: Is that what I saw with the news saying so many people were violating the mm-hmm. the new? Wait, how fucking long do we have to make it? <laughs> one, one one
2: minute. I think it's like one minute before they uh, okay put you as like a parental advisory channel or something like that. Yeah. With the...
0: Welcome to the fucking show. You can't yeah. do that right off the rip. Yeah. They're not coming out after people with a uh, put it on the wall. Eight people. We said uh he's got you messed up, Brant. Brand is losing it now.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Do you for a
0: loop? You can handle the community.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I stand by your Ocarina answer. I don't I don't hate it. I mean those are all playable games you can play now. I mean,
1: yeah, control. honestly. You can. They're you accessible. Can't, you can't really go wrong unless you choose the legend of zelda 2 adventure link's adventure
2: game's unbeatable
1: <laughs> anybody ever beat
2: that why don't we play that on a stream no it's unbeatable i got to the part Ooh. where it says i'm error and i'm like i did i did the thing and then i stopped playing
1: <laughs> i am error <laughs> i am error.
2: <laughs> what, it's Still, it's still there i'm like i did the thing let's go i did the thing You know, that's one that keeps getting brought up, like
0: uh, a Mercury Steam type treatment, like a remake of that game to make it playable or more fun or explain some stuff.
1: Hell yeah, I'd be down. Do it. Do it, cowards.
0: Do it, you Mercury Steam cowards. What are they working on? What's the last thing they've done?
1: They've got something in the works. It's like unannounced, but it was kind of quietly hinted at that they've got something in the pipeline. (sighs) Cephas...
0: Have they embraced? Have they been embraced by the embracer group yet?
1: No. <laughs> so Be far, embraced.
0: Mercury Steam is uh is clear of being embraced. Yes. Not, de- not embracing.
1: I was about to say it's <laughs> looking like they might de-embrace people.
0: <laughs> They're de-embracing people left and right. Laid off a shit ton of people last week. We were talking about.
1: Yeah, that was this uh, shit's coming evolution. fast, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: this shit's coming fast. Uh, let's jump into the news. We're already halfway segue there. This comes from sourmanogamatu. dot says, the Embracer Group is weighing the potential sale of Gearbox Entertainment. I'm having deja vu because I thought we just talked about them purchasing Gearbox Entertainment. Uh, Two of the people said that Embracer Group has received interest from third parties willing to purchase Gearbox Entertainment, which it first acquired in February 2021. Embracer Group is reportedly working with Goldman Sachs and Arium and Company to explore a sale. Despite the interest from third parties, the sources also cautioned that a deal may not occur. Representatives from both Embracer Group and Goldman Sachs declined to comment when contacted by Reuters. Uh, the Embracer Group has probably laid off their representatives. That's why they couldn't be reached. Back in June, Embracer Group announced a large-scale restructuring program, including layoffs, studio closures, and game cancellations. There have since been multiple layoffs, and Saints Row developer Volition was shut down after 30 years in operation. We talked about that last week. Please go back and listen to no podcast episode 271. In which, There in which we discuss uh, Red Faction and Saints Row developer Volition and their closure. Hopefully those people landed on their feet or they are being courted for potential positions in multiple places. That didn't sound right. Uh, do you think um, like Microsoft and some of their grabs would go after
2: a Gearbox? Not until the Activision deal is done. Oh, yeah, that, that wouldn't look too good, would
0: it? <laughs> what do you mean? We just slapped you on the wrist. What are you doing? Reaching back into cookie <laughs> nah, jar. It's like, it's, it's like a bracer. It's, it's like, stupid. hey,
2: you, you want to buy the Borderlands developer? Buy it from us, yeah. 2K.
0: Is that it? Is that the main get with uh, Gearbox is going to be Borderlands IP? I mean, they're the sole developer of it right now. Is that why we just got that big Borderlands bundle deal? Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting coincidence. Now I'm going to be looking at all these sales. Why is all the Final Fantasy games on sale on Xbox tonight? Hmm. Not that that happens every six weeks or so. Uh, third parties reportedly interested in purchase. Yeah, I don't know. That could be another big conglomeration. It could be a yeah. EA. It could be. I doubt it's a Sony or Microsoft. I don't see that being
2: a. I mean, because it depends on what IPs you get with them. Because what was the last thing? They don't own the. They don't own Borderlands IP. It belongs to 2K.
0: That's 2K's.
2: Uh, they uh, the only thing they really own is Do Nukem. Maybe do they own Banner Brothers? Or is that tied up with Ubisoft? Oh God! Ooh.
0: The fate of oh, the man. Fate of the Furious or whatever they called that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Brothers in Arms, we were supposed to get.
2: I mean, you're the you're the Banner Brothers uh, expert on this podcast, so you would know. So
0: I am. I'll have to give you a live correction later, cause I that game vanished. That game was gone.
2: Well, I think a lot of people didn't like it, right? It wasn't your cup of tea when you saw it, right? It
0: was cartoony looking and stuff. Yeah. It was, yeah, it
2: was... It was The tone person. was way off.
0: Weird mode. Some sort of asynchronous uh, integration, like where everything was going at that time.
2: hmm
0: We got to make one of those.
2: It's weird as, like, ahead of its time, because now everybody's fucking doing it.
0: There's a lot of games like that, and I was looking back at, like, early... I won't say early life service games, but some of those like tail end PS3 360 games, or like um, will say like a little big planet. Like, what would that look like today with everybody online, everybody connected, everybody creating content and and pushing that stuff forward?
1: Shut down in a year and a half, like Dreams. Yeah. Or did Dreams last almost two years? <laughs> well,
0: it was in early access for like two and a half, three years, right? Yeah. Cesar, you had to you had to enter to be part of the beta, and it was VR only. And then Cesar got in, I think, super early. And then they slowly started rolling it out, got us a retail skew, that sort of thing. Then it went free to everybody, and now it's nothing.
1: Unfortunately, Sony's big push seems to be all these. Uh, not, well, we've got we've got some stuff like. Spider-Man 2 and the rumored, you know, new Last of Us part is coming. But the, the the big push that Sony has, especially since their last showcase, it's obvious that they're all in on games as a service. Right. That's you know, it used to be we'd watch a showcase and it would be boom, like one after another of these first-person narratives, you might get a couple, like, multiplayer games and stuff like that, but it was a lot of first-person narrative, like, heavy games, action games, things like that. Right. And we've, I mean, we've gotten the Ratchet and Clank's and the Spider-Mans and things like that, but it's it's very Any, obvious that they're trying anything to...
0: Anything not Insomniac yeah. developed
1: that you <laughs> That you want to bring out, Brant? <laughs> uh,
0: uh... There's rumors. in Spyro. <laughs> I saw Spyro just crossed uh, 16 million copies, I think. Spyro Trilogy Reignited. Yeah,
1: and it was also Spyro's... 25th. 25th, yeah. Yep. Hell of a milestone.
0: Give us a new Spyro game! Yeah, there's rumors of a new state of play coming up, right? And we don't know... the. Uh, there was that closed preview of the Splatoon game that everybody wants to play, the Foam Splatoon. <laughs> I want to play the shit out of that game. <laughs> it looks good. All right, next up, uh, also from Sour Mano Gamatsu, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem game announced for consoles and PC due out in 2024. Why did we not get this alongside the movie? I'm kind of upset. It would have been like, yeah, but but it would have been like, as everything was hot, like impulse purchase, "Ah, let's support this and see what it's all about. Uh, I did look up the studio when this was announced and it's mostly, (laughs) yeah, stop,
1: rant. stop. Peppa Pigs and Paw Patrols. Yeah. uh, let's see, what else? Sure, it's not published, of, Ju- game Jumanji the Game. It's
0: actually not Game Ice Mil, but Age. I was suspecting it when I went in there.
1: Yeah, Ice Age. My Little Pony.
2: I'm going cl- to click on outright, out, uh, outright Games and say subsidiary of Game Mil.
1: PJ Mask. They did make a Fast and Furious game.
0: Is that the one that uh, Vin Diesel was out there on Stage 4 <laughs> talking about? <laughs> oh, no.
2: No, I think that, those were the Namco Bandai ones, right? Yes.
0: Yes. Was that TGS or E3 back in the day when E3 was... Uh, still had a stage presence? I don't remember. It was know, awkward. It, Whatever it that was all, presentation was. It all
2: was, it was in like together stuff. now at this point. Yeah.
0: Oh, here we go. Uh, here's an overview of the game and franchise via Outright Games, taking place months after the events of the movie. So a sequel of sorts. The game will feature unique visuals inspired by the game's bold, painterly art style. I've seen a lot of descriptions. I don't ever think I ever saw painterly anywhere. Yeah. It's a very specific. Good adjective. Yeah. Combining energetic ninja teamwork gameplay with a humorous narrative, players will take control of the Turtles as they interact with a host of memorable characters from the franchise and fight to save the stylized take on New York City from a new mutant threat. Uh, they do a lot of Nickelodeon stuff, says Chief... Operating Officer Stephanie McMahon is what I almost read. Stephanie Mallam
2: in a <laughs> Went press to WWE release. Somehow.
0: Man, that would have been wild.
2: I was like, oh shit.
0: Would you be more impressed with Outright Games if it was a McMahon production, Cesar <laughs> WWE production?
2: I, <laughs> I, I haven't watched wrestling since the early 2000s, so.
0: So I don't once you click know, on what's happening. once you click on Outright Games, like this is a subsidi- not a game mill. No, it's a subsidiary of WWE.
2: <laughs> I I don't even know what I would say.
0: <laughs> to be speechless. Uh, Paramount Senior Vice President of Games and Emerging Media, Doug Rosen, added It's exciting to launch our first console game set in the TMNT Mutant Mayhem universe especially as the franchise only continues to grow. The vibrancy of this new film's animation lends itself perfectly to video games and we can't wait for everyone to play it. Excellent. The jury's out. Unless you're just a diehard fan of all of Outright Games' other content. Peppa Pig.
1: (laughs) (laughs) paw patrol
0: <laughs> pj
2: yeah
0: Bass. yeah oh give them the benefit of the doubt they've got a good license to work with unlike the other properties
2: hey man, I mean, i mean there's they're still out there publishing games so they're doing something right yeah. right yeah they're not uh they're not like the Embracer group trying to get rid of their studios
0: maybe they're part of the embracer group which also owns wwe Alright, what's next up? What's next up? Gargoyles. I don't know anything about this Gargoyles game.
1: Oh, oh my this based, gosh.
0: This is based off the Genesis one, right?
1: Yes, Gargoyles was a amazing cartoon. I the remember
0: 90s. the great TV show. I never played a game.
1: So, this was um...
2: If it's the Genesis one, then I played this one.
1: Yes. This is, um, last year they announced that the 1995 Gargoyles uh, game from the Sega Genesis was getting an HD remaster uh... And the other day, I think it was actually like later last week, we got the um, release date for it, which is October 19th, because we just can't have enough games coming out in October this year. Um, Releasing for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC via Steam and GOG. Um, The Genesis game was only released here in North America. This looks great for Um, a Genesis game. Yeah, the play, uh, players are controlling the TV's protagonist, Goliath, as he explores New York City in search for the Eye of Odin, an evil artifact that corrupts anyone who owns it. Um, the remaster allows you to play it uh, with the uh, original 16-bit oh, yeah. visuals or a brand-new hand-drawn style that emulates the cartoon.
0: They both look good.
1: Uh, and you, you can
0: switch back and forth on the fly, oh, yeah, you know,
1: like Master Chief Collection. Master Chief. Yeah um you can pre-order your digital copy for 1499 uh limited run is also doing the physical editions uh, they're doing three different um, editions there's a standard edition at about 35 bucks a classic edition at 70 and a humongous collector's edition at 175 dollars that includes uh, a case that looks like a freaking old school VHS cover, <laughs> a statue of Goliath, a steel book. It looks like there's some posters. Uh, I'm sure that there's
0: clamshell case. It's uh, a VHS clamshell case.
1: <laughs> there's an enamel pin. Usually they include like a soundtrack. I don't see this, the soundtrack on here though. So
0: Alright, Brent. did you uh, did you get this?
1: <laughs> oh, I got the Your standard hardcore- you're a hardcore
2: uh, Gargoyles fan. I love
1: I love Gargoyles. I it's love like a, Gargoyles. It was so like cool.
2: Every character in his voice will, like the Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: If, yeah. Keith David. Uh, I'm definitely just doing the standard uh, physical release for this.
0: I'd like to think it's going to be a Steam Deck.
1: Oh, yeah. Of, right?
0: That should be. You know, it's just not going to be hard out of the box for that to run. Be a good one to, for 15 bucks.
2: Oh, yeah. know, man, yours fucked up on the Castlevania thing <laughs> that you complained about for weeks.
1: I know. I told y'all how to fix it. Uninstall, reinstall.
2: No, you do a
0: verification check of the installation files. Oh, we talked about this. Go back to episode 200. I don't remember which one I'm doing, so. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah.
1: Remember your shit.
0: 69. Remember your shit. All right. A complete copy of Gargoyles for Sega Genesis is 180 shipped. Damn, Jeez. that was $300 with the poster.
1: I'm about to say yeah.
0: A uh, loose copy is 40 bucks. Oh. Damn, gargoyles. I feel like that's something if I found it in the store, it would have jumped out. Like this, this is one to get. Yeah.
1: This
0: is when they were doing the red label Genesis stuff. There's a definite bootleg brand new for $1150. Let's go <laughs> that route. Oh boy.
2: All right. Let's go that route. Gargoyles uh
0: next up zelda producer says there are no plans for tears of the kingdom dlc breath of the wild receiving uh received two major dlc expansions they note tears of the kingdom being the third expansion of breath of the wild will not also be uh getting dlc on top of its own dlc uh legend of zelda series producer AG aonuma has claimed that there are no plans for additional content for the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom Speaking to Famitsu, Aonuma said there are no plans to release additional content for the game this time because he feels that the team did everything it could in terms of gameplay opportunities. We feel we've already fully explored and exhausted the gameplay possibilities in this world. Initially, the reason we decided to develop a sequel was we believe there was still value in experiencing new gameplay within that particular Hyrule. If in the future we find a compelling reason, we may revisit that world once again. Whether it's another sequel or an entirely new title, I believe the next game will offer a completely new experience. I hope you'll look forward to it. Uh, Video Games Chronicle goes on to note Tears of the Kingdom takes place in a largely Remixed version of the Hyrule Overworld From Breath of the Wild Uh, They note the two pieces of DLC, the Master Trials And the Champion's Ballad Uh, Champion's Ballad, which of course gave you New story content and a motorbike Master Trials was like The floor thing, right? Like you had to go from (sighs) one Started at the base level with nothing And then you You built up to the next level And then it was like Master Sword Upgrade
2: stuff associated with it, I believe. Like that weird Master Sword edition of all their games, right?
0: Yep. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom was released on May 12th and sold 10 million million copies worldwide in its first three days. Holy shit. That made it the fastest selling game in the history of the series and the fastest selling Nintendo game for any system in Europe and the Americas. I do not remember having read that before. That's wicked. It's a bunch of tears being shed. Alright. Damn, we're killing news this week. Hope y'all played a shit ton of games. <laughs> 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 hey, it could be a light show. I'm good with it. Last but not least, Sessor may actually be more familiar with some of these titles. You want to take this one though, Brant? Yeah. we get <laughs> Either four, one of you, I've been talking nonstop.
1: We got four more new games uh, for the Nintendo Switch Online. Um
0: this is the regular one, right? All of these? Uh, None I, of these are expansion required.
1: No, I don't Regular Game so.
0: Boy, NES.
1: Yeah. And Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo.
0: I love how so, they're like, this goes under the bottom tier. These are the bottom
1: tier <laughs> games. Uh, now that I'm seeing that name, I remember that movie. I did not remember that tie-in game, though. For the Game Boy Color, we have... The Quest for Camelot for Super Nintendo. We have Kirby Star Stacker and Nintendo Entertainment System. We have Downtown uh, Niketsu March Super Awesome Field Day and Joy Mech Fight. Uh, I believe those last three, the Kirby games and the other two, the Field Day and the Mech Fight, are all Japanese releases that were never released over here. Very um, cool to get this stuff. And I think I heard somebody talking about how these games still don't have English text. They're in the... Uh, they're We got the releases here, but they didn't do any translation or anything. So
0: Learn you Japanese, right, Sasar You can still play them. That's the easiest way. Play them the way they're meant to be played.
2: That's the way you could do it.
0: Don't wait for a translation. Don't wait for a content pack. I don't remember that movie. I don't remember Quest for Camelot.
1: You don't remember Quest? Uh, I I remember remember the... uh,
0: Is it a Don Bluth joint?
1: It looked like one. I couldn't tell you for sure. Quest for Camelot. Let me look it up. I remember the... I'm going to stream
2: the movie now for the next hour. I remember
1: the... Yeah. Contents Ad campaigns being everywhere for this thing. And they the made a game for based off of it. <laughs> uh, the movie.
0: Pre-order we're about, now. We're not
2: talking about Titan AE?
0: It's in that same era. as 1998.
2: That's no, Gary I, Oldman
0: and Don Rickles.
2: Or the Iron Giant, which is uh, criminally underrated. Iron
0: Giant is fantastic. Quest for Camelot, released internationally as the Magic Sword. Quest for Camelot is a 1998 American animated musical fantasy film Jesus produced by Warner Brothers feature animation and directed by Frederick Duchal, and very loosely based on the 1976 novel the King's damsel mm. Frederick Duchal the land before time three was his previous movie Oof, this is not a sterling um
2: so resume gonna, here I don't know man I do like Five o goes west
0: that's down blue though that's not, that has nothing to do with this yeah. Film went into production later that year, but was delayed when animators were reassigned to help finish Space Jam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A obviously much more beloved and memorable movie. Yeah.
2: An expensive flop. at okay, man. now Five of what? Five of Guns West is not Don Bluth. It's Steven Spielberg.
0: It was. Was that, like, pre-DreamWorks?
2: That was Amblin, yeah, because he yeah. he did the Land Before Time, and he did uh, American Tale. Because hmm. I think, um, what was it? Uh, American Tale was one of what the first movies that got nominated for an Oscar, animated movies for the best song.
1: Yeah.
0: Home release reception. Poor wormhole in here. We're getting uh, we're getting major majorly getting sidetracked. Video games. The first oh. video game was titled Quest for Camelot and is an action-adventure video game developed and published by Titus Interactive with assistance from Nintendo for the Game Boy Color in 1998. Later was added to the Nintendo Switch Online service on September 5th, 2023. <laughs>
2: uh, current news. Well done.
0: Uh, good job, Wikipedia. A Nintendo 64 well, version of the game was planned but also was scrapped due to the film's performance at the box
2: office. <laughs> Damn. Probably
0: because it didn't have a good game tie-in. Damn. Uh, the second video game was titled Quest for Camelot Dragon Games. is a computer game developed by Knowledge Adventure. It gives the player the ability to explore Camelot after the
2: events of the film. In addition I to mean, exploring
0: the world, the player gets to raise a dragon egg and watch it grow.
2: They could have just repackaged Quest 64 and just put in a Quest for Camelot.
0: <laughs> I'm betting this Game so Boy Color it? game is better than Quest
2: 64. <laughs> <laughs> is it better than Aiden's Chronicles?
0: Most things are. Oh, the entire movie is just right here on Bing. Wow, <laughs> oh you can watch gosh. Quest for Camelot in a browser. Let's go. Uh via the Internet Archive from Goofy Mellow Fans 29. Thank you Goofy Mellow Fans. That does say Mellow Fans. I had to check. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching that right now. It's available. It's out there. Let's stream it. it. <laughs> just in TV stuff. Where it's like it's reflected in the back like SSR so stream back there.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: just have it up in the back.
2: Don't worry me about me. This. Yeah, don't worry about
0: me. Don't worry about me. I'm just watching. Uh, <laughs> I'm just watching Quest for Camelot.
2: One of our viewers is paying me to stream this. Just don't worry about it. That works too. Yeah.
0: The content they crave. Okay. Games played. I think it's gonna be light for all of us, right? Yeah. World's yeah. world's shortest no podcast. Um, I've got another couple hours in Sea of Stars. The a uh, 16-bit homage RPG from Sabotage Studio. Um, the main characters that I was starting off with last week, you have uh, Valer, Zael, and Garl. Garl's like the third character. I've now caught up to where the demo was at, so I'm looking to see if it kind of differs from the demo. Um, some things I had to put together in the demo that are explained a lot better is... The systems in the in the battle system are there's not a force tutorial and it never really drags its feet. But there's a place in the academy because you're playing as these two young like training wizards, not Harry Potter style, but like real, <laughs> real magic I'm Gonna piss off the potter heads. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not like wands and wizardry and that sort mages. of thing. But yes, they're mages there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brant. Uh, specifically, they're Solstice Warriors. So this is where you get the Sea of Stars theme from. You have like a moon and sun element that are playing back and forth. And I've just recently learned a mechanic that um, almost like um, the, which one was it? Oracle of Seasons, where you could like get up and swing the wand and change the season based off what you needed to do in the, in the Zelda game. Um, one of the characters can change time kind of as their, but not like... Uh, Oracle of Ages where it drastically changed time. It's just like changing the same area back and forth between dawn and dusk, that sort of thing, not a just a day-type swing. But uh, I mentioned before there's an element to, and they just taught you this. It was in the demo, but it was not explained that well. Um, when you hit an enemy, they drop these beads of stuff, and you can draw them into a character using what's called boosting. So there will be, you know, we all played Final Fantasy 16 recently, and there's there's ways that you could fight an enemy to break their stance or kind of open up a weakness. And you'll see a weakness pop up on the enemies on Sea of Stars, and you can use that boost ability. You'll have these beads just kind of sitting around on the battlefield. Depending on which one you need to, to use to break that enemy's uh, stance or whatever, um, you can use that per character. So it's real... I don't know if liberal is the right term. It's real free in its use of uh, switching characters back and forth. You have an order. Um, I I almost wish it was like Final Fantasy X where you you could see the order that you were going to go in on the side. But the enemies have a countdown timer on them. So somebody will go and you'll see a 2, like a little stopwatch above their head, and then it'll go down to a 1. So you can kind of factor in if it's going to take 2 or 3 moves to break that enemy, you've got to draw in some of that boost energy on a certain character, whether it be a sun element, the moon element or uh, Garl is your third character. And he's not really a solstice warrior, despite being one of the gang. And uh, he has more of like physical attack and he heals through cooking. He's a what they call him, a warrior chef monk or something like that <laughs> is his. He's like, I'm going to come along with you guys. And I guess spoilers for the first like 10 minutes of the game, but he loses his eye as a child. And it's very, very dark. And he's just, like, happy-go-lucky. He's not worried about it. Like, I want to be on an adventure with you guys. And then you meet up with him years later, like an hour later. And he's just got, he's like, it doesn't have an eye. He's just got a giant gash right there. And he's just ready to continue the adventure. So there's some, so, like, some off-putting uh, storytelling. Like, don't you have any feelings about this whole ordeal that cost you the eye? Like, you just happy to be with your friends. Like a happy-go-lucky RPG trope or something, but. Uh, but I love that element of of, like, executing the boost properly. Uh, very early on, they give you an amulet of sorts. It's kind of like a story mode thing. And I thought about equipping that and just kind of going through the the bosses and the enemies and such. But there's a there's a definite enjoyment to this battle system that's different than, like, a grindy maybe an older like Final Fantasy IX or something where you're just like, oh, I don't want random encounters. Just get me through this area type thing. There's a because i i've had battles where i did not know how to fight the boss like i had to look it up old school style take out his sword first and then you can then you can do work and before i I, he killed me twice brant's watching a video on it he killed me twice before and i didn't even compete and i'm like what what the hell am i supposed to do here and there's a there's a certain flow to understanding how the battle system works and a big difference between success and immediate failure so it's been a lot of fun to figure that out and i when I got stuck on that boss, I was like, what the hell am I doing wrong? And, you know, the 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 RPG trope of, like, it, it automatically defaults to selecting where you want to attack, like, the boss. I just had to hit over and attack the boss's sword. Because anytime you would attack him, the sword would just immediately come through and swipe you. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? It's destroying me. I'm just beating my head against the wall. And it's like, take out the sword first. Alternate your attacks. Heal with this guy. Use magic when uh, it pops up and says which one it's it's susceptible to there's a real good flow to it and it's it's a lot of it's still a lot of fun just moving around the areas it's not like um you go up ladders and things automatically a uh, former cast member will enjoy this press A to stairs <laughs> you have to press A to hop over stuff it's it's tactile like as you're moving about the environment and stuff it's very good i'm still i think about it and i i pick it up whenever i have a free moment uh see Bush is on the chat i don't know if he's still here uh we were kind of out and about this weekend and he got a taste of trombone champ on Steam Deck, <laughs> which <laughs> immediately uh, he cranked the volume up and was just playing all sorts of stuff. And people were listening to the trombone play flight of the bumblebee and all the stuff that's on that default one. I've really got to look into putting mods on there. Cause some, there's some really good content in the, in some of the modded songs, but um, I could see that one being a, a good party hit passing around the Steam Deck. People trying out uh trombone champ. We said he wanted a plastic trombone to play along with the, instead of, like tilting the Steam Deck, or <laughs> uh, for those who didn't hear the first time we were talking about it, think of like a Guitar Hero, but your character looks like a like a goofy me almost, and they're they're free use songs that are in the main part of the game, and you move either the D pad or the track pad or the um, what is that the left stick on the Steam Deck. Yeah. And the notes are coming at you right to left and it's a trombone. So it's like the sliding motion and you hear the. And even if you're off, it's still kind of close as you're trying to get close to that sound. And uh, he's he's saying trombone champ in the the chat. (laughs) And another thing he noted is like, remember guitar hero, you would, the band would like, you'd fail the song if you couldn't get through it. And you'd have to start over. You don't, you don't bomb out as he put it. So. They let you keep going through the. <laughs> so our sort guild, of our window here. They let you keep going through the, the song and it doesn't really they just grade you at the end, like A through F. So they just let you get to the end and then they'll assign you a letter grade for it. But uh, I think that's it for me for the past week. Again, some war zone, but no wins. Mostly embarrassing war zone. <laughs> Brent, you might have to you might have to go next.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no problem.
0: Um, Tell us about the Arkham games.
1: I'm, I am continuing on with uh, Arkham Knight. I'm pretty close to the end. Um, I know this isn't a game you haven't played, so
0: I think I saw you on that one today. Oh I yeah, thought it just it just pops up and says,
1: and that's the thing is I I keep, on Arkham Knight. I keep i'm I'm probably doing more of the side stuff in this one than I uh, have in the other games. Uh, just because I keep getting sucked into every little little side mission. Um,
0: Is it more fun in this one? You mentioned last week that the mechanics were like... This was the best iteration of the Arkham mechanics.
1: Oh yeah, everything's just fine-tuned. It's more fun um, to go
0: do that stuff, the side stuff in this one?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I guess... The really the, the biggest reward for doing any of the side miss and missions uh, in any of the games was to just more get more experience so you can level up more abilities and things like that. So um, but this one, it's it's more of seeing out those storylines, you know, fleshing everything out, getting, you know, seeing where everything goes.
0: Um, I'm guessing they bring storylines from the previous two games.
1: Oh yeah. Also, oh, yeah. yeah. Um so I'm still still messing around with that. I've gotten to um the 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 I guess technically one of the the, the climax of of the main um story and now I just have to take out the two big bads. Um other than that, I actually, after showing it last week, I did put in a uh, prototype, prototype and uh, start playing that. That. How does uh, it compare to the PS3 one? It still looks like a PS3 game. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from just putting it on PS4, they haven't really changed a lot. Um, it still plays decently. Um, I remember liking a lot of the mechanics in the first game. You play as a character called Alex Mercer. He works at some kind of biochemical company. All of a sudden, don't we all? They're they're working at uh, they're making some kind of kind of chemical or something. He gets exposed to it. Um, he is in the the morgue and they're doing the autopsy and he wakes up. And he was exposed to, you know, whatever this thing was, this infection. And now he's uh, changed.
0: He's a new man. So
1: so he he breaks out, you know, the armies um, after him. Uh, He tracks down his sister and finds out that he was having her do research and he himself was looking into the company he worked for because he knew something was hinky, but now he can't, his mind is really fuzzy. Um, you wind up remembering that there was somebody else that they were doing experiments on. You go to break her out, but she is like the mother of the infection and escapes and all hell starts breaking loose over uh, New York. So people start getting infected with this weird virus um, as far Is as it
0: gameplay, like a, like a Genova type thing, like from Final Fantasy VII, it sounds like a kind of ish thing that gets in you.
1: Um, the gameplay of this game, uh, because it's an Activision game, it and it takes place in New York, it really feels like they took a lot of the assets from their Spider-Man games and kind of reused them. Um, you have this crazy you know, superhero jump, you can run straight up the, the sides of buildings and things like that. Um, but Radical
0: entertainment. What else have they made?
1: I wanted to look it up. I couldn't remember. I know I know the name, but I couldn't remember what other stuff they were. Look it up on. real quick
0: while you're talking about it.
1: Um, you unlock different abilities. <laughs> like, he gets a um, these, like, crazy claw hands. He gets, like... Um, big like armored punching hands for taking out heavy vehicles yeah um a big old blade arm for just doing a lot of damage and things like that and he can the the whole thing is you're trying to connect the dots so you have the ability to consume people uh in order to to heal yourself you heal Naturally, if you're not taking damage. But you can also con- consume pedestrians. There's different parts in the story where you have to consume people uh, um, on military bases in order to gain access to these places. Because you not only consume them, but you can take their their form. So you can just change it
0: it to, you. Is there some sort of morality scale or anything that costs you for doing so? It's no. just part of the game.
1: No, it's just part of the game. The, you're, you're meant to not... To just not be a good person in this game. You're meant to just cause murder and mayhem.
0: It's fun to play as that. In that way. Um, uh, their game before this, Brant, was The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. So that checks out. Never played that one.
1: But that yes. It does. Let's check. And before
0: that, Simpsons Road Rage and Dark Summit, the snowboarding game.
1: Hmm. Not not the hugest fan of the Road Rage one.
0: It's most recent credited development roles as a support studio for Destiny.
1: Oh, <laughs> they, got,
0: they got rolled into that. They got rolled into Destiny. They're that Activision studio now. Oh no, Destiny uh, Support Studio. It's our ultimate goal. Destiny no podcast Destiny. has been embraced as a Destiny Two Support Studio.
1: Um, be a Destiny
0: Two
1: podcast? But no. But yeah, we run it, out of
0: material after the first week.
1: Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, it.
0: You guys carry it on from here. I think I'm out.
1: <laughs> it definitely feels like it was like some kind of crazy plot line from a darker Spider-Man game because it, it feels a lot like some of those open world Spider-Man games I've played in the past from that same generation too. Um, but it's 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 all right. It's It doesn't stand out.
0: Right. Um, oh, you're a, you're also a noted Infamous fan.
1: Yeah, it, and that's the thing is it came out around the same time uh, as Infamous. It got kind of overshadowed by that. Uh, I'd still say Infamous is probably the better game for sure. Um, but this is it's not a terrible game, um, and I'd like to play through it and continue because the story is not bad. Um, the gameplay is is pretty decent, and it is. Um,
0: you want to see where the mystery goes at this point oh, right? yeah. as he's putting yeah, the pieces it's, together yeah. it's
1: been quite a while since I played it so I
0: would want to know too how they improved on the sequel because there's a prototype too as well
1: yes and I I remember the sequel coming out I never played that one so now that I have that as well I'd be interested to see how they polished it up what you know, new mechanics they added and things like that
0: when you got to talking about this franchise <clears throat> a couple weeks ago I went and looked and I, I have the first prototype on ps3 that i bought from blockbuster
1: oh my gosh
0: <laughs> but i don't have a copy of the second one i guess i guess it was like i didn't play this one i probably won't get this yeah second one here
2: i mean it's and they're on sale for like five bucks every so often on steam wonder if they'll
1: play on steam deck i think so i don't see why not make
0: a new prototype your adoring prototype fans are this is the kind of shit we'll bring back, though. Brant talking about this series will... <laughs> it'll come flying in from nowhere. I mean,
2: I mean, Prototype yeah.
0: PS5 collection.
2: You never know what uh, Activision will bring back, so... Yeah. I a mean, uh, Microsoft, True. so...
1: And, I mean, like I said, not a bad series, so... At least And this that was
2: one. it. That was it, right? The first
0: two, and then the PS4 collection? and uh, Did it yep. come out on Xbox One as well, that, that dual-skew thing?
2: I think it was only... Was it only digital? Digital on Xbox? I have
1: to look it up. It might have been.
0: Yeah, the Microsoft Windows port of Prototype 2 was released in July 2012. On December 2013, December 15th, 2013... Radical Entertainment's incorporated status was dissolved by the Canadian government for non-compliance under Section 212 of the Canadian Business Mm. Corporations Act.
2: Damn, that's very specific.
0: Uh, I missed that part. Its most recent credited development role was as a support studio for Destiny, released in 2014. Not even Destiny 2, Destiny. Radical Entertainment was among the studios named in Microsoft's 2022 acquisition of Activision's parent company, Activision Blizzard. What are they doing? They've got to be working on something.
1: I don't know, it says right here that you you can buy the uh the same game I just pulled up, the uh prototype biohazard bundle on Xbox is on sale for fourteen ninety nine. And there it's uh uh will play on the series S and X and Xbox One.
0: There you go. So get your prototype fix. Oh man, they made the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle for NES.
2: <laughs>
0: Mario gotta- is missing for NES. Oh, wow. Mario's Time Machine.
2: I'll try playing those. Those were uh, interesting.
0: There's some stinkers in here. Independence Day for Saturn and PlayStation.
2: Did I play Independence Day for PlayStation?
0: Dark Summit.
2: I feel like something dumb I would have done.
0: I guarantee you did. Or you at least rented it. Like, hmm, let me try this out.
2: I remember renting Ghost in the Shell on PlayStation. And it was like super fucking expensive to find. After I didn't buy it. I
1: <laughs> think
0: Destiny is their last credited game. That's wild. Oh, Prototype 3 was in development for PS3 and 360 and canceled in 2012. Spider Man 4 in 2011? What is that? Like the Treyarch? The Trey games? They were your Crash Bandicoot studio for a while too, those Activision ones.
2: But was that the port of the PS1 game?
1: Uh, Brant's holding it up Ghost been. in the Shell for PSP, Bandai I, th- I think it might have been
2: Bandai I mean, title. Don't worry, Brand. I corrected that problem when I went on, uh, Rhino's went out of business I bought my Ghost in the Shell
1: Nice
0: Time for the Shells of the Ghosts Did you get Independence Day for Sega Saturn? Did I? It had a holographic <laughs> cover, didn't it? Didn't Independence Day
2: have <laughs> Let me find my copy <laughs> somewhere and pull that bitch out <laughs> It's pristine, probably still sealed. It has uh, Will Smith on the CD ROM disc.
0: Don't right shoot next that to, green uh, shit at me.
2: Right next to Kevin Klein from uh... <laughs> 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 it was, uh, Wild Wild West. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> Crossover movie special.
0: Was there a Wild Wild West video game? Oh my gosh.
1: I don't doubt it.
2: Holy shit. What would that play like? I mean, wasn't there a giant spider at the end? Yes. Iron spider. Yes. I mean, that was so a fun Your it. whole
0: game is based off of that big giant metallic. Wild Wild West The Steel Assassin is an action adventure video game published and developed by South Peak Interactive for Microsoft Windows. <laughs> a PlayStation version of the game was planned but was canceled.
2: No. <laughs> Richard, go back. Use all your powers to go back in time to fund that one game. Nothing use else. All my powers. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else.
0: The game sees the player as either West or Gordon in a fully interactive 3D world where he interacts with the characters and objects via hotspots. Puzzles need to be completed in order to advance through the story. This sounds like a garbage game. <laughs> 55% on game rankings. Game Zone gave it a 8.4 out of 10. Who the hell's Game Zone? Game Spot gave it a 5.1 out of 10. Who's a Game Spot interviewer?
2: Oh, God, it looks just what's, like him.
0: What's Brant holding up? The gameplay. Oh, my God, no.
2: Oh, this is horrible. It looks... I don't know, man. It's oh. almost, uh <laughs> He's getting run over by the train. Steel Assassin, yeah. Look at that. That's still Assassin. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh,
2: Stream ugh. the Wild Wild West game. Uh, Boosh says kickstart
0: Wild Wild West.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told you, go back in time, save the only, only Damn, thing,
1: like... Awesome. Go we back need in the time there. Version of this. Run into Doc Brown. Oh yeah, wrong uh, Wild Wild West. Back to the Wild Future West. Three.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Brent's like, oh god, I went to the wrong Wild Wild West. I don't know. That might be the better one. Maybe.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Based off of what we just saw.
1: All right, Cesar. That was madness. Uh, what's your easy, what's man. your games I, played?
2: I literally didn't play. Shoot. Sure. The only thing I I sat there and just fucked around with uh. My uh, gameplay Pokemon violin, I fucking finished everything. So, I, the, what's the DLC comes out in like two days, three days, you're ready for it. Yeah, I did that fucking uh, Mewtwo raid, which I spent way too much time doing. That It was like five to ten hours doing that, because that is like a.
0: How does that? How does a raid take place on there?
2: I mean, it's it's a level seven raid, so you can't solo it, and then you have.
0: Do you play like, with Bleach? Did he get that far?
2: No, it, it's, a, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I actually had to do research, because I went in there with my regular Pokemon and died instantaneously. And then I like I saw like the other three people that were jumping in the match were all Mews, and I'm like... I guess they were cussing me out, because apparently there's a whole meta when you go online. There's like, you have to get a Mew. And you have to get certain... It has to be a bug-based <laughs> Mew, and you have to do certain attacks. I'm sitting there like, man, there's a whole fucking Wikipedia video I had to sit there and watch. Like I was tired of losing. I was like, let me <laughs> figure this out, because I literally... You there said was a, ba- a butt face Mew, a bug. Oh, a bug. bug fa- a bug based Mew.
0: Bug based Mew. Yeah, what the uh, hell?
2: But uh, so it's like uh, it's very specific on the attacks you have to do. So you always there's three you have to do. It's it's weird. It's like a fucking raid on fucking Destiny. It's like three that have to be attackers, and then there's one that heals. And I'm sitting there like, I, I didn't know the meta because I'm sitting there jumping in these matches and choosing regular Pokemon and all three yeah. of them have used and I'm like, I don't get it. Uh, I don't understand. Because I was dying instantaneously. He was just killing my ass. So I was like, there was one where I literally spent 15 <laughs> minutes and he had like this much left and the fucker killed me. killed us all at the end. I'm like, no, I almost quit. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I, I woke up like Saturday morning. I was all right, let me do one more time and I'm done. And I sat there for 20 minutes and we finally fucking beat it and I finally got it. I'm like, never again, man. This is it's a fucking nightmare, man. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. That that. Did you have a group or like a Reddit thread or something you jumped on there with? I just randomly got in with somebody like some group that okay. knew they what they were doing. Like. And I how mean, do you communicate on those? Like,
0: how do you? You don't.
2: There, I there's mean,
0: no in-game chat or anything. It's just four strangers.
2: Board, yeah, Discord or something like that. Like you have to coordinate. I just looked out because I got into a group that uh just happened to know the meta, and I'm like, all right, I just fucking spammed the. I think it's like uh, life leech, and then. Some kind of bug-based attack where you you jump on him to get down to special because he's he's oh dude it's like it's ridiculous he's overpowered so he sit there and buffs his stats and then he there's like a a portion where he's on I mean you have to break his shield and it's like it takes up half his life so I'm sitting there like you're attacking it, his bar is not moving and it's like he would like one shot kill you and like after that it eats up five seconds of your timer so you have to do it within a certain time limit it's Damn. tough man it's tough I've 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 seen it man what what the fuck dude if I'm like a regular like, a 10-year-old kid, I don't even know. I'm like, how the fuck do you beat this? Unless right. you're Right, like, this part it, of yeah. the
0: game is not obtainable for me.
2: Yeah, I, I almost quit, man. I was like, I just happened to do a Saturday morning at the last one. I was like, fuck yes, I'm fucking done with this bullshit, man. Was it cool, like, though? He, now he just sits there, and he's just a level 100. Like, all my, all my Pokemon <laughs> are level 100, man. I'm just going there. I can't even catch any Pokemon anymore, because as soon as, like, they don't get in the fucking ball, I'm like, I have to murder them immediately. I'm do one hit, and they're dead instantly. I can't even, like, uh, cook them until they can get them in the ball, so cook them until you get them in the ball. yeah so i'm like i don't know man they just won't go in their fucking home i'm sitting there throwing out pokeballs all day and like, just go home, man. let me take care of you fucking let me domesticate you. yeah that's so how i was like you know let me save you from this
0: wild prison you're in
2: yeah just live out in the wilderness be free whatever you know i could have fed you and you could have lived in the ball
0: we have benefits you yeah, lived that. in the ball it's so <laughs> promising
2: based off what you're living before yeah <laughs>
0: I murdered you you could have lived in the ball
2: <laughs> now just die and they're just in there just faint down the in, in the wilderness which nobody's gonna save them I'm pretty sure so, so did you
0: it, did you have a mew to go in there with so least yeah, when you figure out the meta
2: so they're doing a like you, you you have to do the code for a mew so it's like it's only until like I'll think all this happens to the 17th so they, yeah. there's a like get your mew, and you get a free mew it's level one and then the Mewtwo one is a raid, and that's the one that I was bitching about. I think I was texting Jeremy or Bouish about it, and I was like, I was bitching about it, because, like, you have to fucking beat the game I was talking about last week. You have to do the post-game stuff to even unlock the portion to get the Mewtwo, and I was like, alright, I'm, I'm done. I'm gonna home in. I'm gonna get this fucker. And then you have to do all that bullshit on that seven-star raid to get it, man. And I just lucked meta. out. Yeah, it's like, it's, it was not that easy, man. I was it, was it was killing me. I had to, like, actually sit there and do research online. I'm like, I Uh, because i got tired of it's like i don't get it i don't fucking get it (laughs) i don't get it i'm sitting there dying i I sat there for three hours like i don't get it i'm like i don't understand what am i doing wrong here hey
0: man it's like it's like me with sea of stars like how long would we have been stuck back in the day how long we would would we have been stuck on something like this if somebody at the playground hadn't encountered it or it wasn't in the back of a game pro or tips and tricks or something like that that would have been it it would have been toast i was like i can't beat this rpg this guy's unstoppable i gotta go grind you can't really grind in the game like
2: i'm never gonna i'm already i'm, I'm already level 100 i'm level 100 he's treating me like level one he's right murder so me you, instantly i'm like i don't do? what more can i do i'm sitting there i'm buffing up everything i can i'm like i'm sitting there like i gotta cook this game man i, I had to sit there and like like sit there and teach him different moves it's like i had to sit there and freaking nuke my Mew. like fuck everything you learn naturally here <laughs> learn all this bullshit stuff that i'm never gonna need again so teach i was like it,
0: cut cut and all that surf
2: yeah sword dance i think uh life leech uh it was a whole bunch of random it was just bug base attacks
0: bug base mew
2: now i got a bug base mew that just fucking life leeches and and jumps on you and i'm like it does no (laughs) psychic attack (laughs) Uh, it defeats the whole purpose of a mew so i'm like that's the only way you can sit there and 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 cook mew too man i'm like i don't get it so whatever man i I don't understand it but y'all did it and so yeah.
0: everybody and so everybody got Mewtwo at the end of it?
2: So, yeah, once you complete a raid, so everybody gets a, a chance to capture it, and then it gives you a whole bunch of shit. Like, I mean, that's how I got the level 100 so easy because it gives me all the the extra, like, uh, EXP XL large and all that shit on there, and then I can sit there and, and go through it. Because I think now at this point, there's nothing for me to do, but capture Pokemon. I think I have like, 200. Trade with Jeremy. 250 out of the 400. I, don't, I just don't know, man. I, I put, like, 45 hours in this game that I only that's planned weird. to put, like, five. So I'm like... That was eating that was most of my time. But, I mean, I, I got into that groove because I was like... I, I kept waking up and said, fuck it, let me just... Let me go ahead and, and just grind. And I'm sitting there, like, till midnight. Like, all right, let me just capture five Pokemon a day and just do this, like... Like a daily checklist, which I won't do anything else fucking in my life. But I'll sit there and catch random Pokemon. But it's like... Yeah, that's the thing you were disciplined enough to do, daily checklist yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, like everything else. like, ah... Better myself at work? Nah. But let me get these, uh rhinoceros based Pokemon and and uh sit there and name him Rhino and throw it in my box and never use him again. So
0: <laughs> how did the uh, how did the raid perform? Since you you've been talking about the bugs and just the weird performance stuff. Was the raid just as weird?
2: Off? There well there was ones where I think somebody had quit mid-match because I think, uh, like, there's some people who just quit when they know they're not going to win, and I'm sitting here, I'm looking, at a, I'm looking at a Mewtwo where I can't attack, and we're just all staring at it, and we did that for five <laughs> minutes because I was scared to cut the game off, and like, oh, I was going to delete my save, and then it finally kicked me out, so... I don't know, man, I became the I became the person I hate because what I was doing was uh, every time I saw somebody load up without a Mew for that Mewtwo battle, I sat there and just quit the raid immediately before it started, and it's like, no, nope, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. I've been I've been doing this for almost 10 hours. I don't have time for this. I need somebody who knows what the fuck's going on. How
0: are they uh, supposed to learn? How are they supposed to figure it out?
2: No, the dude's doing like a fucking mime. I'm like, no, fuck that, dude. It's that's like, our, in no way. Cesar
0: said it's not for me to teach, and it's not my job to teach this. Part. Look,
2: if, if I could use it like a fucking PlayStation or an Xbox and have like actual real chat, maybe we can figure it out. Like, no, don't do this. You know, we do it this way. I'm not going to sit there and go to a forum and then talk to somebody who's probably obviously still – in like high school or something like that. Like, all right, man, we're going to get this Mew. And I'm like... <laughs>
0: Join me. Join me,
2: fellow cool kids. Yeah. I'm over here like, uh, was it, what's his name from the Adam Sandler movies? Bushini. Bushimi. Bushimi, <laughs> Steve Bushimi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, fellow kid, how do you do? I'm just skateboarding <laughs> yeah. my right back.
0: Let's go catch this Mewtwo's
2: but, yeah. bug, bug face Mew.
1: Was this yeah, Mewtwo X face. or Mewtwo Y?
2: I... Uh, Dude, at this point, when I captured it, I, I, I was fucking done with it. I didn't care anymore, man. Or I don't Mew even
1: know. It was, it was, it's because I remember the... I, I This was the, in the Pokemon news forever ago. And this one was... uh Or maybe it was just a regular Mewtwo. Maybe that was the other uh, Pokemon game that they were doing, X and Y. Was,
2: it, was that supposed to be something to do with the... Uh, like, uh... It was the versions. it was the
1: mega yeah it was the mega evolution but it may I don't know that man. may have been in like Pokemon Unite or something. United. Have you gone
0: back to that Brant? I, I know when no. they had that Pokemon Presents thing they they were talking about some new stuff coming to Unite.
1: I haven't touched it in a few years now.
0: I Wonder if Boish's family would get into Pokemon Unite. That might be a fun.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
2: I don't know man, that's
1: I Pokemon don't know. Pokemon League of Legends yeah, that's
2: what it
0: was, wasn't it? With the lanes and everything.
2: I don't know. What? So I'm going to do this uh, this DLC drop on this week and see how, how much time I'll... I don't know, man.
0: What is this oh. ad? This is like the festival and stuff they keep showing?
2: Yeah, because I think there's one now and there's one in March, like in the spring. Yeah. So, and then I think that's all they
1: have. This is the...
2: The current gen.
1: Indigo disc, right? That's coming out.
2: Yeah. And, and then the teal like-
1: mask... Comes out later.
2: Yeah, sounds like a. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like the Phantom, like a Phantom movie <laughs> title, but, uh Billy Zane. Luigi. <laughs> that was a Louis. good movie. I love the Phantom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that was one of the first superhero movies. That I mean, it was like Batman, and then that one.
2: I mean, Dick Tracy. Was Phantom the was first good. Comic book movie, so. yeah. Is, yeah. Can you
0: watch the Phantom anywhere? Is it easy to watch? it? a (laughs) laser (laughs) disc.
2: Is anybody actually (laughs) actively advertising, like, hey, join this streaming service, watch The Phantom with Billy Zane?
0: I do know that our copy was a uh, VHS tape that was taped off of HBO. So that's how we had a copy of The Phantom.
2: As most of us does.
0: Yeah, those were the days.
2: Oh, God, it's actually in the Google thing for Phantom Billy Zane streaming.
0: Streaming? Find out where it's at. This nice. Is the content? This is the content uh, that people
2: crave? It's, uh, owned by Paramount Pictures, so I guess it'll be Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Somewhere.
0: Yeah. I have the Paramount Pluses. let me see if it's on here.
2: <laughs> they said Five uh, corrections. They said the Blu-ray was re-released by Paramount in September 2020.
0: That should be easily obtainable. One Amazon purchase away, potentially.
2: Is it gonna be five dollars? We're just gonna wait till it's five dollars, and then we all buy it when we see it in a couple of hours. I'll
1: buy it right now if it's five dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say it's probably in the bin at the dollar store. I've do yet to there.
0: buy it. Have you yet to buy a copy we, of the Phantom? I stole my copy of the Phantom. Looking
2: fandom. up the Phantom video games because there was a video game, wasn't there?
0: Here we go. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Why is it? Why is it always these like mid to late nineties properties we have to find out if there's a video game adaptation? <laughs>
2: Gargoyles. This is what Gargoyles did to us. I mean, that, this is the, the perfect time, right?
0: We should have a Phantom video game. The Phantom, the official game for Nintendo Switch. What the fuck?
2: There's <laughs> no way. There's no way. Phantom no.
0: 2040 is a is an action-adventure platform game published At- by Viacom in 1995 for Genesis, Super NES, and Game Gear. The game has been classified as a Metroidvania. What?
2: yeah see y'all y'all joke now we you got me stuff yeah
0: here we go genesis super nintendo and game gear uh the game follows primarily side-scrolling action elements at several points in the storyline players can make a direct choice about which path they take in each case the paths reconvene at the next chapter every choice the player makes results in a unique ending meaning over 20 different endings are available a select few endings are classified as successful endings while all other results in negative outcomes for the city of Metropia and present the player with the message Try Again. Holy shit. Oh, God. Phantom 2040 uh,
2: has a heavy emphasis
0: on exploration.
2: It's going to be like Second Rally where it seems to me when I lose every time. Game (laughs) over, yeah! Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, It is up to the player to to locate the area's objective or exit, and every area offers optional areas with restoration kits or weapon upgrades. Some areas are locked by numbered gates that must be opened by destroying the remote lock at the same number located elsewhere in the area. The area's objective may include locating a key card, dealing with a boss, or simply finding access to the next area. The majority of areas can be revisited at the player's leisure anytime after they are unlocked. This is fascinating.
2: Yeah. It's a TV show.
0: It's a TV show adaptation. Phantom Twenty Forty.
2: It's also uh, voiced by Billy Billy Zane on the TV show.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Scott Valentine, whoever that
0: is. Ron Perlman was in the show. Leo Ramini.
2: Those are some big names, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh Mark Hamill, Debbie Harry, Rob Paulson, and Paul Williams had recurring roles. Don't sleep on Phantom 2040. Alright, that was just the first result though. Phantom on Steam. It doesn't look like the it doesn't look like the movie got an adaptation. Phantom Menace video game. That was,
2: that's the next result. <laughs> Which one? The PS1 version? Yes, that's the one they're talking about.
0: There's a Phantom video game coming 2024. Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. Is it really? (laughs) Thephantomgame.com
2: Is that real? Holy shit, yes. I never even heard them announce that.
0: Nope. There's a character select screen that's about there. Who's
2: making
0: it? Who is this? It says Russell Street underneath that, but I don't know exactly what that is.
2: Holy shit, you're right. You're not lying. Yeah. There's a new, there's
0: a brand new Phantom video game coming.
2: It's a beat em up, and it's a fucking. There's box art for the uh, Xbox, PS4, PS5, and the Switch version.
0: It doesn't look bad.
2: It's got a very clean, artistic look to it. Wow. All right, you y'all indulged me enough. We can stop this. Yeah.
0: Who would have thought that would that would have come out of this show? <laughs>
2: All right, you guys got anything else you want to add? Oh, they announced it a month ago. Okay, that's why. Yeah, it's very,
0: very new. Well, here's some screenshots from April. But I think it finally got a date is what it's looking like. Co-op, 15 action-adventure levels, battle your way through hordes of pirates in an all-new official story, unique single- and two-player co-op modes, hand-drawn frame-by-frame animation led by well-known DC
2: and Marvel artists. I'm looking for the voice by Billy Zane, but I don't see it.
1: (laughs) No, no Billy Zane.
0: Was he in the Titanic game? Was there a Titanic game? No, (laughs) (laughs) probably like a a
2: click and point adventure on CD-ROM. Yes, there is on on PC. We
0: looked at that. (laughs) All right, you guys got anything else you want to add? I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.